It's the Low Life Podcast again. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Uh, this is your one of your hosts, uh, Coin Ops McGillicuddy. I'm just the guy that talks first, so I keep wanting to call myself the host, but that's not accurate. It's not at all accurate. Um, with me today, as always, is Shadowlink. Hello. And Scum. Hello. And yeah, we're uh, here uh, on a on a nice Wednesday afternoon. And uh, everything is is fine. It seems like we uh, we're no just way. looking at the news, and it's uh it's looking pretty positive. So Shadowlink, why don't you hit us with some of that positivity? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so with media news this week uh, in the book world, we've got Terminal Boredom by Iz- Izumi Suzuki, and it seems this one seems really interesting because uh, so she's a uh, Japanese writer, obviously. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, so the description goes like this it says at turns nonchalant at turns nonchalantly hip and charmingly deranged suzuki's singular slant on speculative fiction would be echoed in countless later works from margaret margaret atwood and Har- harumi murakami to black mirror and ex machina in these dark and playful punk and punky stories the fantastical elements are always earthed by the universal pettiness of strife between the sexes and the gritty reality of life on the lower rungs, whatever planet that latter may be on. It's getting a little, oh, right on. getting uh, some of the uh, little blurbs are uh, comparing her to um, Philip K. Dick too. So, and I, it just, this sounds like one of the just cyberpunkist books to come out in a while it might not even be that cyber it could just be um it could have like some silly premises like alternate re- uh, reality hopping or something like that but uh sure i don't know yeah, yeah it, this yeah it seems pretty uh pretty interesting um, so it's a collection of short stories yes it's a collection of short stories and it came out on april it's coming out on april 20th um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. We've also got. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, we've also got defect spelled with a K instead of a C by Nino. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, it's spelled C I P R I. Do you guys know how to spell? Okay, pronounce that. C I C free maybe. Yes, yeah, so I don't want to be that guy. Nino. Yeah, apologies to the author. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry about that, dude. <laughs> okay. Yes. So this one. Uh, summary is Derek is a is Litten Varld's most loyal employee. He lives and breathes the job from the moment he wakes up in a converted shipping container at the edge of the parking lot to the second he clocks out of work 18 hours later. But after taking his first ever sick day, his manager calls that loyalty into question. 
Sound familiar, guys? <laughs> I'm fucking in. I am so sold on oh, this book. An excellent. Yeah, say say less. Say less. Yeah, I'm sold. No, it, well, it gets it gets more fun. An Fair excellent en- employee like Derek, an employee made to made to work at Lichtenwald, shouldn't need time off. To test his commitment to the job, Derek is assigned to a special in- inventory shift, hunting through the store to find defective products. Toy chests with pincers and eye stocks, ambulatory sleeper sofas, killer mutant toilets, that kind of thing. Okay. Helping him is the this inventory is team, four strangers who look and sound almost exactly like him. Are five Derek's better than one? <laughs> so that one. Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that one also sounds awesome yeah that one also comes out funny Thursday. yeah no it sounds unreal and just uh man i like i like it when they fuse comedy and this kind of science fiction and well 100%. I just, yeah i definitely yeah. was hooked at the moment where he was like an excellent employee like derek an employee made to work at lincoln borrowed <laughs> shouldn't need time i'm realizing this lately i so those of you at home if a job offered uh tells you that you need to be like a general employee don't don't take it that's a bad job uh mm-hmm. like you need they, to be you need to be to able their... to do a bunch of different things if that's how they describe the job instead of like one specific task then don't take mm-hmm. that job that is a bad job they're gonna fuck you yes and if they re- re- refer to themselves uh, as a family oh yeah that's <laughs> the absolute opposite that's a... of what they are red flag <laughs> But we're all a family, guys. I could work you to death. People, just like people who say, yeah, people who say that don't really understand what family is. Or they have the notion that family is still literally, you need to pump out babies so you can have farm hands. So, right. yeah, th- th- what they don't tell you is we're actually the family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are going to eat. Which, now that, now that I'm thinking about it, Sounds kind of fun with your side. Anyway. I don't want Cousin Goober to chase me with a fucking chainsaw again, though. That's true, yeah. So what else you got? We have Unity by Ellie Banks. Um, It says, Danae is not only herself. She is concealing a connection to a grieving collective inside her body. But while she labors as a tech servant in the dangerous underwater enclave of Bloom City, her fractured self cannot mend. In a desperate escape, Danae and her lover Naoto hire the enigmatic ex-mercenary Alexi to guide them out of the imploding city. But for Danae to reunify, the three new fugitives will have to flee across the otherworldly beauty of the post-apocalyptic Southwest. Meanwhile, Danae's warlord enemy, the Duke, and a strange new foe, the Borrower, already seek them at any cost. So that one sounds that one sounds pretty good. I like the uh, the uh, underwater city setting. It says, "Imagine Neuromancer yeah. and Lilith Brood conceived a bait, conceived a bait a baby while listening to My Chemical Romance, and then that baby was adopted by Ghost in the Shell and Blue Submarine Number Six. The baby's name is <laughs> all right, courtesy of <sighs> Meredith Russo, author of If I Were Your If I Were Your Girl." There's a right lot on. going on there. Yeah, kind yeah, of reminded yeah. me of uh, as soon as you said like underwater city, I'm like rapture, yeah. Bioshock, and then it's like yeah. Bioshock with. I'm. But then it mentions the Duke, and I'm like, did this become Mad Max all of a sudden? And then yeah, they, there's a lot going on. They are. Well, it doesn't really explain what this grieving collective that's inside her body is. Um, I immediately mm-hmm. thought of gut flora. Yeah, I was thinking. I was. Mm-hmm. 
I was honestly thinking of like uh like a Johnny Silverhand situation, except there's like sixty of them there. Mm. And they have gills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This sounds like it would be a great RPG. All yeah, right. really. You know. Like when you got into the middle of the description of the motion of you know what's going on, I was like yeah. Okay, I would, I would, I would, I would play this. I would totally yeah. fucking play this. Like, <laughs> this is great. Mm-hmm. Now I just need to read it. All right. So, and we got one more book that's coming out. Uh, there's a new Murderbot Diaries book coming out, number six by Martha Wells. It's called Fugitive Telemetry. I don't know if any of you listeners out there are interested in, well, have uh, read any of the Murderbot Diaries, but this is the description. Having captured the hearts of readers across the globe. Okay, well, I don't have to. Talk about that. Yeah. Okay, there we go. No, I didn't kill the dead human. If I had, I wouldn't dump the body in the station mall. When Bur- when Murderbot discovers a dead body on preser- Preservation Station, it knows it's going going to have these to assist station security to de- to determine who the body is or was, how they were killed. That should be relatively straightforward, at least, and why? Because apparently, that matters to a lot of people. Who knows? Yes, the unthinkable is about to happen. Murder, Murderbot must voluntarily speak to humans. So I know a little bit about this series. I, I haven't <laughs> read it, but it yeah, it seems like another kind of like planet jumping uh, sci-fi comedy thing. The main character is like a female android, like assassin android, and she is severely uh, misanthropic. And that sounds like a lot of fun to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, the main character's called Murderbot. <laughs> I love it. Well, it, it was funny, because at one point, like, you said Murderbot, and I, now Murderbot. I have, like, this idea that <laughs> Mur- Murderbot's real name is Bert, and uh, I, gotta, I gotta roll with that. It's, <laughs> it's stuck in my head. But no, this sounds great. Yeah. It sounds pretty funny. Yeah, it's all right. good. Uh, so there isn't really much anything else in terms of entertainment news uh, this month, other than... Uh, well, in, in the music world, Igloo Ghost, which is a deconstructed club music act. Um, okay. Like, the way that they describe deconstructed club is, like, it's got roots in um, industrial, and it is also postmodern. So I figured, you know, that probably qualifies. Uh, so yeah. it's Igloo Ghost, and the album is called Ley Line Eon. Okay. Um, like L E Y? L E I. Okay. Like a. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I gotcha. Mode Skeletor. Or wait, Mode Selector, sorry. <laughs> I like Mode, mode Skeletor. Skeletor. Mode Skeletor oh sounds better, honestly. But uh, Mode Selector has a new <laughs> album out. I think it's. I'm sorry. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Saw, My like, language processors are fucked up today, so. <laughs> It, no, but it gave me the best image of Skeletor dressed like a member of Depeche Mode, and I'm... Oh, man. Oh, this needs to exist, yeah. where somebody needs to cover fucking Depeche Mode songs. Oh but then this voice! You know, like, you have to... Yes. Have all to, of this. All these Depeche Mode songs, but, like, five octaves high. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Thank you. So, yeah, it's a self-titled album. Um... And I don't know when it it's coming out this month sometime. It doesn't say on the page exactly when, but uh, mm. which is lame. I think it might be. It I might think be because I, I was looking for stuff to uh, download yesterday, and um, I'm pretty sure it was in the Hootie Who. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's called Extended. Okay, okay. And yeah, I I almost picked it up. It's got a ton of tracks. Yeah, and there's an it's artist like twenty seven fucking. Oh tracks. shit, that's cool. There's also an artist named Pessimist. I think they came out with a either it's a self titled album or it's just an EP. Um, I think that came out. Or I think that's coming out on the sixteenth. So, hmm. right on. Yeah, but that's all Sick. I got. So, uh, scum. What what what's uh, what's happening in the terrible world of Amazon? Microsoft is supplying 120,000 HoloLens-based headsets to the U.S. Army. The contract could be worth up to $21.88 billion over the next 10 years. Mm. So this is something that's been, I kind of forgot about. Yeah. Because in, in 2018, Microsoft originally wanted to do basically just this, is to supply their augmented, uh, augmented reality technology to the military and the entire, like, Maybe not the entire company, but enough of it to like postpone this in 2018. We're said like, "Hey, we don't want to become a defense contract. You know, we don't want to make defense weapons. We're 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 computer nerds. Defense in weapons, Silicon yeah, Valley, quote, quote unquote. I'm, I'm winking so hard right now. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to work for the military because we're you know we're just lefty nerds in Silicon Valley. Yeah, we're, yeah we're that, that's mad. why. Oh, okay. That's why the military has a proprietary operating system yeah. for the computers. Okay. Exactly, but. Apparently, this con- they, Microsoft was like, fuck you, and just went w- through with the uh, w- with it. So they're going to be supplying 120,000 headsets. The software maker has been working closely with the Army since 2018. And soldiers have been testing the integrated visual augmentation system, IVAS, headsets over the past two years. These devices combine high-resolution night, thermal, and soldier-borne senses into a heads-up display. Hello, Titanfall. <sighs> So I mean, yeah, all it is, they look awful, by the way. They look nerdy as shit. I love seeing these jarheads just run around with like <laughs> basically shit we've let I've tripped over things in your living room wearing. And it's not as far as I've been able to figure out, this has no combat application right now because it's Microsoft making it and I could probably break it by sneezing. But it's basically it's basically a training thing. So you could so what it is, it's like it's Metal Gear Solid, right? It's a VR training because this has like it's like a real it is it. HUD, right? Or that's what they it's wanted. laser tag meets Pokemon Go. Yeah. You're not wrong, probably. Yeah. In, in the original, it was the original version was criticized for poor sensor and GPS for performance, but apparently the new design has like not only become lighter but also like they've hammered out those problems. So what it is, is like, it's a training application, right? You wear this headset, you could see villains and vi- quote unquote villains and uh, targets. So you can commit war crimes before you even get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's meant to be a training application, yeah. but they've landed this contract and this probably well, isn't you know, going anywhere. You know, it's not going to stop with just training applications though. You know <laughs> that. I Absolutely mean, not. The huge shame about this for me is that, it just, there are so many applications that you can use for augmented reality. And obviously, you know, I mean, it's the case with all technology. You know, it can be used for evil, but just like, why? Uh-huh. Just, I mean, yeah. make something yeah, cool surgery. with alternate reality glasses, guys. Not something what that What about surgery? People. What about, yeah, what, what about yeah. like getting a first person yeah, and view there are so of many satellites too. Like an astronomy satellite, yeah. you know, you just put the goggles on, you get to see the stars like uh-huh. firsthand. Yeah. You know, like there's so much shit they could be doing with this, but it's always like the only thing that it's seems just... to drive us is porn and war. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I such a non one of those things. Yeah, it's just such a non-creative way to make money too. 
I mean, mm-hmm. well, it's like in Virtual Reverse, right? The game where where you have the entire world is augmented reality and everyone's kind of a slave to advertising. Yeah. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there are AR artists who like do sick graffiti in AR and it's just yeah. there mm-hmm. forever. And I'm like, that shit's cool. So it's like, it's like yeah, that. They have, there so, are people right now who are making art in VR. Like I, mm-hmm. I think I've seen yeah. people like making sculptures out of like, uh, oh, yeah. like the uh, paintbrush tool, which is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They got this. There's this Google thing that they released. I think it is called paintbrush. Yeah, and you can get it on like PlayStation. But even that uh, process uh, or that, that program, uh, Dreams, on PlayStation, yeah. where it's basically just a maker thing. Yeah. The VR implementations in there. I think you know, not all of them are great. Some of them are definitely nausea inducing mm. but some of them are absolutely stellar yeah. like and it's it's cool like there's cool shit like do it like i said surgery or astronomy or anything yeah. microscopes like a fucking microscope like finding some sort of ar uh way to not have to like actually look in the thing you know you can just bring it up it's a camera here now well, you can look around inside the thing luckily for us guys thanks i think thanks to this this isn't going to go anywhere because there were so many companies like even before this got accepted, this has been this has been this is going to be a thing that isn't going anywhere anywhere. Facebook probably has nearly one fifth of its employees working in VR and AR. Apple charged its former hardware boss with overseeing AR and VR specifically. And Samsung, Snap and Qualcomm don't know what that one is, uh, has been showing off prototypes. So AR and VR technology is just here to stay. And now that the military is adopted is adopting it. It's definitely going to take off. Yeah. Unless, you know, one of these, like I said, one of these jarheads decides to sneeze and it breaks and then they're going to complain about that, which is probably <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 And I'm just. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. Yeah. It's going to have to be some kind of really solid state thing. You know what I mean? They don't like, look very, they, they don't look sturdy. Yeah. They look pretty dorky, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not great. I mean, from a fashion standpoint, because that's that's the angle I want to look at this from. Um, not the murdering ghosts in what the fuck episode of a television show was it where like these soldiers had like you know these these kind of combat suits and it would give they would put up on their heads up display like hey, these are the targets and stuff like yeah. that and it wasn't until later they figured out they've been killing like civilians oh yeah that's a uh, black they, mirror they were, like, made to look like uh, i thought so i yeah. thought it was black mm-hmm. i forget I what thought they were like aliens or oh, some shit appeared. yeah uh or like it's appeared in science fiction multiple um, times yeah yeah mutants that's yeah, and there's there's yeah, also a I short mean, film that actually uh, covers the same thing pretty well because it's uh, it's a bunch of people basically playing a super hot like game, but they it's uh, it's basically just super hot. And then once somebody, oh, yeah, it's really chilling because at the end, uh, one guy figures out that he's actually going out and killing people by controlling someone else's body and. Like, like in gamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at, at the very the very last frame though is one of these, you know, one of these uh enemies that they um uh dressed up to look alien is just standing in this guy's mm. bedroom doorway. So mm. yeah, it's fucking creepy, man. I think you just described the plot of Super Hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I except that the plot of Super Hot is more you want to become uh part of the game. You want to become part of this. Yeah, yeah, really. This this cult, basically. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you end up killing yourself at the end. Like you, you hold up, man. Yeah, sorry about. Yeah, you can bleep that out, uh, uh, coin ops, if you want. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> nah. No, it's in my brain now. I didn't get to finish yeah. that game. Thanks, man. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, come anyway. on. This... Oh, I'm so sorry for the five-year-old spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, thanks for, like, now I don't have to play it. It's just... <sighs> That game is so. I, I am. That game I, is just balls out fun, amazing. anyways. So I mean, it's amazing. But I am old and inflexible. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes trying to pull like a Keanu Reeves backbend doesn't exactly work out the way I planned it. Because like, oh, that game are, are you talking about incapacitated my ass? Oh, totally, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. VR version is actually a sequel to Super Hot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. At the beginning of the first Super Hot, you end up shooting yourself and become an entity in this uh, this crazy world of underground John Wick scenarios. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best description of that game. I no. Ever. Yeah. I mean, well, it, they, yeah. It's very smartly crafted because, like, oh, it it's is. just it's all. A puzzle. It's all. Uh, all the locations are places that you have seen in action movies, like stock uh-huh. places, and it. But it's just right. so fun. I mean, you can. Oh, yeah. And there's a helicopter, you know, like yeah. it does it all. Yeah. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah. I you just wish I was Ninja Stars. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could buy you a new ass coin ops yeah. with cryptocurrency. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's yeah, I heard. I hear that's an AI out there that's uh, searching for colon cancer. And I'm just like, there's a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. I didn't. I was going to talk about that today, but I'm not going to talk. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I got. We'll table that. I got a far less interesting and fascinating story. All right. <laughs> so get excited. Uh, Coinbase is set to become. Hold on. Coinbase CEO says regulation is one of the biggest threats to crypto. Okay, baby. Uh, oh, regulation. <laughs> Coinbase I'm is set to, to become the first major crypto company to go public. <laughs> Coinbase is set to become the first major crypto company I, to go public in the U.S. after it hits the market through a direct listing Wednesday. All right. Uh, so I guess we finally really kind of answered the question of what happens when like the rich fucks like get all the money. All of it. And Literally all they, of it. Yeah. So what they do is once they have all the money is they invent new money that they could have and keep from you, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. This I mean, is a toy. Do you guys, not think of it as anything else. You guys know about else. company towns, right? Like, that's the oh, same yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. basic mm-hmm. idea. There was that one in Chicago. Yeah. There's the a lot Pullman. in Chicago. Well, no, there, there was, like, the Pullman, like, yeah. uh, neighborhood. Like, and, I, like we, we went there on a if, thing, and it was, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if anything sounds like a straight-up dystopia, it's a company town. For anybody oh, that yeah. doesn't know what a company town is, it's uh, something that they set up in the 1930s where corporations would hire people and to live on a campus, basically. Yeah. But they would There's also some, give uh, them city. currency that only works in the company town. So yeah. that's that's how they would pay them. And that that's you just listen to sixteen like, tons. That's like yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. That's uh sold my soul to the company stole. That's slavery by a different name, right? Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. So you're just going to work and get paid in fake money, yeah. even though money is fake as it is, but yeah. because it's their fake money. So, quote, so they just have more control ju- over you. Pretty much. Quote, basically, we just asked that, hey, we want to be treated on those level playing field traditional financial services at the very least and not have any kind of punishment for being in the crypto space, unquote, Armstrong this- said. Armstrong okay. is the CEO of Coinbase. I'm just is this guy my mouth now. literally fucking retarded? 
because maybe uh, <laughs> when you don't regulate currency, it doesn't have any value. When you like print uh, as much money, as you, this is what happened. Wait, like, just let him do it. To Germany. Just let him do it. In the just let him oh, do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't yeah, believe. Just don't I stop just, him. Just let him. <laughs> I can't oh, believe he doesn't hear this. <laughs> These guys are such experts on economics, but they're, they still fail to understand that like that's the currency needs to go from the bottom up, like yeah. mm-hmm. for it to have any value whatsoever. If they get it all and they're not paying the guillotine tax that I te- seem to bring up every fucking week. <laughs> They're, they're uh, we're gonna, you know, a very select few humans on this planet are probably gonna find out what they taste like. I mean, it's just <laughs> <that's> oh. kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like a, even in my wonderful home state of New Jersey, it's we are the cost of living is very high here, and mm. almost unreasonably so. It, it's really bad, guys. Anyway, it's the idea of like you know, oh, know. you're living in a place and you're comfortable but you don't understand is the reason you are comfortable and able to live like some form of decency is uh, you just make more money than the next guy. And because where you live supports wealthier people. And I feel it's the same mentality with these fuckers is like, we're going to, we're going to have money and we're going to have this new stock option, which is that's how I honestly just see crypto at this point, just being like another thing we're priced out of doing, but it's like, they're going to be able to benefit quote unquote benefit. I honestly still don't understand the benefits of cryptocurrency and just trade this thing amongst themselves and just like have the majority of the population kind of like the well, fuck I mean, are you doing? This is, tra- not... this is this is very expensive magic cards. Yeah. Magic it's... cards are very expensive. Oh yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to make an NFT about it. <laughs> I fucking, you know, it's only useful and it, it isn't. It's it's not useful. It's for, it's actually extremely not useful. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a not useful thing. Yeah. It, it, it just seems like money the, with more steps. But and I can see why that it would be useful if you want <laughs> like to that money with. It's fucking Venmo. Yeah, it's I, literally like you, it's you on the send, stock market. Like this is you the thing. send money and people can comment on what you bought. The only thing, like, the only the advantage fuck? that I can uh, see to cryptocurrency is if you wanted to say. Hire an assassin? Yeah, or buy drugs <laughs> on the internet. Or traffic humans? Like, yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's I, really nothing. You know... You mean all of the interests of the rich and powerful. <laughs> yes. This is so yeah. much more secure than, like, a fucking suitcase of unmarked bills. You know what I mean? Like, there's still a risk for it, especially for, like, anybody intercepting the call. Yeah. They can still track it to the ledger. It's like, yeah. it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, These I mean, they're still, yeah, they, still going to track you down. Yeah, they still think the blockchain it's, is like this secure thing where it's like it has a like it's paper a, tra- a, a paper trail. But I'm like, really, it doesn't because they're still trying to figure out the transaction of the guy who bought like Beeple's art piece. They're still mm-hmm. trying to figure out the weird ins and outs of like how this happened because that fucker's shady as shit. And they still can't find it. So I'm like, OK, so this isn't a security thing. Anyway, this yeah, Coinbase is yeah. sold on. Pro tip to everybody: There is no security. Mm. We're all fucked. Like no, 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 no. there's yeah. literally nothing oh, no. stopping you, stopping someone from fucking up your life right now, other than sheer numbers. Yeah, just like you're you're not like important enough to be fucked with. Like, just enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy that time. You know, enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. We're all yeah. we're all cam girls for the surveillance state. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> oh, that's um, great. Anyway, but, the Coinbase yeah. is being sold in the stock market for $250 per share. And so this is like, it's a cryptocurrency. This is a big deal. 
because it's they get, money laundering. Yeah, they get to be on the stock market, and it's going to hit the U.S. market pretty uh, apparently. <sighs> I think today, and mm-hmm. uh, get the yeah the Nasdaq gave the company price two hundred fifty dollars per share ahead of the direct listing, which would value the cryptocurrency exchange at about sixty five point three billion dollars on a fully diluted basis. And I still can't imagine what that money is like. Like people were saying, like oh a trillion dollar stimulus. I don't know what what does a trillion look like. No, fucker, I'm even going to go lower than that because I'm an idiot. I don't know what $65 billion looks like. Yeah. I don't I know mean, what this means. What does that money mean? You know what? I, I, I don't know never what $65,000 looks like. Okay? So, <laughs> fuck off. Exactly. I'd be happy, I'd I would be happy be ha- to get out of I, debt. I would be happy with six, six and a half grand. That's all I need. Okay? And then I'm, I'm set for like four yeah. months. Well, I, I need I need twenty two hundred real fast. Yeah. So you know, if any listener out there knows what I'm talking about, it's a uh, oh, goddamn it. <laughs> it's it's goddamn it! It's the greatest Bluetooth speaker I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's like this. Yeah. It's a like a like a one twelve hundredth like scale of the SDF one, and it lights up and shit. And I, I, <laughs> Isn't like I am the size not, of a car. Man, I'm not a collector of things. I don't go out of my way to hunt down <laughs> stuff. I have action figures, but like a lot of them were gifts and some of them were back in the day when I was like, you know, I, it was easy for me to just like go to the comic book store and like snag one. And I just kind of got tired of fucking packing them up and moving them everywhere and then like missing a part. And it's just it's a it's a headache and a nightmare. But like, you know, and it's just dead weight, really. It's not even a book. But I would make room for this like I guess six foot tall SDF one that like has a subwoofer and then two tweeters in it. Like I, so you're going to play that in the basement, huh, bud? You're- I'm going to sit on it. It's going to sit on its <laughs> fucking lap and let it just like rock bass. At me. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> this thing is fucking huge. It's like, uh, I, your, your wife is going to dig that. It's such a, I, I'll never see that thing. Like even <laughs> if I had the money, if, if she comes home and we win the lottery today, that would never be purchased. Uh, it's six hundred. It's six hundred and forty dollars down. That is non-refundable. And then wow. when the thing is assembled and made and sent to you, I don't. I, it looks like it weighs some fucking weight yeah. too. Like this thing's. It's stupid. <laughs> like it's. It it clicked something in my head that bothers me. That's all I can say. I was just like, "Hey, why does that exist?" And, and then I was just like, "How do I get one?" And then it was twenty two hundred dollars. I went, "No," so. That was the, was the entire start, thing. Better start investing in cryptocurrency. Uh, I gotta get me some coin, coin. Some coin, coin. Mm. I want some a coin. Uh-huh. I want some jaw <laughs> coin. We all need some jaw in our lives. Jaw coin. Oh, what else? Oh, do I? What else? What, what, what else you got? Deeply uplifting and positive stories. Do I have? Uh, I kind of knew this already, but it's not just big oil. Big meat also spends millions to crush good climate policy. Big meat. Yeah, big meat. I actually just wrote about that um, a little bit because, yeah, Mm. uh, the meat industry is killing the planet, everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. It's almost as though the planet wasn't made to support seven and a half billion carnivores. You know, Mm. just just a thought, you know. Especially yeah. when, well, I mean, omnivores. I mean, I, I put lettuce and shit on my burger. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I eat spinach sometimes. Well, be really, yeah. I mean, okay. I think Americans are so spoiled because we have so much meat. <laughs> uh, no, we're we're just obsessed with meat. I think it's 
like I'm sorry, every time thing. I say that I giggle. <laughs> yeah, this is all this is like two conversations. <laughs> yeah, because I I am a child. And well, just, okay, oh, Americans God, Americans are obsessed just, with meat wait, in both just, both regards, but <laughs> just just say big meat again. Yeah, big meat. Big meat. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, wow. I, I almost see like a Kool-Aid like man, you know, except it's, <laughs> it's like a tomahawk chop and it's like big meat and it just breaks through the wall. And oh. then it, it blows a big old methane fart, Ugh. you know, like Yeah, that just yeah, that's totally that sounds mm-hmm. that's very American. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be a cowboy hat. Anyway, according to a new study out of NYU, these companies have spent millions of dollars lobbying against climate policies and funding dubious research that tries to blur the links between animal agriculture and our climate emergency. But the biggest link is that about 14% of global greenhouse gas emissions come from meat and dairy. Quote, U.S. beef and dairy companies appear to act collectively in ways similar to the fossil fuel industry, which built an extensive climate change counter movement. End quote, right? The authors of the study published in the, in the journal Climate Change. So, yeah, basically, we okay. <clears throat> well, let me cough up a lung first. I it's mm. oil companies have been doing this for years where they basically have like their own propaganda divisions. Oh, and sure. now that this study has come comes out, it turns out that like fucking farmers, dairy farmers, and meat farmers also have apparently have their own like i'm not shitting off farmers farming is has no it's it's not it's not the farmers themselves it's the people that they're contracted to it's the yeah like farmers have gotten the shit kicked out of them the last few years oh yeah like not these just the last few years it's been we've been like farmers have been fucked since the 80s yeah so it's 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 like they have this collective of like beef and dairy companies and his companies they have uh yeah they have their own propaganda wings to like you know hey this isn't bad kind of like um it reminds me of uh the smoking industry back in like yep. the 60s oh, yeah. and yep. 70s like they had their yeah. own propaganda division when studies came out that i'm like hey if you smoke like eight packs a day you well, will any, get cancer and die you know? any industry leader you know what i mean mm-hmm. any any industry is going to have this yeah. and make whatever they're doing they're going to minimize you know the perception uh negative perception of like what they're doing yeah. it's just that's just knee-jerk reaction and you know we're trained to hear those sounds and they hit our ears funny. And then we just go like, well, maybe, you know, we shouldn't be like lighting BPs on fire. You know, maybe yeah. not, you know, you shouldn't like, that's not the place to go. Yeah. <laughs> you go, you go to the headquarters. It's kind of like the meat industry and the fossil fuel industry in this. Study. And you don't set that on fire to be clear. You don't set that on fire as well. You just no. go there and you clog up, you know, you gum up the works. You just, you know, Try to chain yourself. Like, if you're gonna handcuff yourself to the doors, don't do it like like Laura Loomer did, and like <laughs> just like they open the door right just next to her, like, no problem. I have to disagree. Twitter. I have to disagree with you on that coin ops. I, I want to go full Tyler Durden on these guys. <laughs> like, okay, I yeah. know, but we cannot incite that sort. Yeah, I guess. Also, right. Tyler Durden wants to destroy like yeah, and he was also and go back to like though. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I, I like his fashion sense. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, character. I enjoy that very much. I think we've talked about this before. You know, the point of the book was not to emulate it. Oh yeah. Exactly. You know, the point of the mm-hmm. movie was not to emulate it. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. not, you know, as much as I love sweaty guys, all wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. And anyway, much, yeah. as much as, you know, as, as it's as fun as it is to watch a bunch of guys, you know, put a burning smiley face in the side of an office. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing yeah. up computer I mean, uh, uh, server farms. 
Well, it's like you have to feel like there comes a point where like we might have to do that because it's like in the study they found that like the meat industry and the fossil fuel industry actually teamed up to try and stop the American Clean Energy and Security Act in 2009. Mm. So it's like we yeah. have this we have this thing right oh, where God. we all where we're going to acknowledge hey, we're destroying the at literally business business and how we do them. Maybe there's a more ethical way to do it. I don't know. Is literally destroying the planet. Yeah. And then we have these companies turn around and lobby and pro- and do propaganda to prevent literally a bill from passing. And they did. Yeah. It didn't pass. And do you know, you know, man, do you know why we're fucked? Why? Tell us. So in 1992, <clears throat> um, I, I was on a high school debate team and I totally won a debate on this very topic. Okay. I had to play the uh, the the basically the meat industry side of it. So this, it was, it's a four man debate. So it's like two versus two. And, uh, this team goes up and they deliver this, basically everything that you're talking about as far as the fossil fuels. Like basically it was, it was just talking about how, like when you pack that many cows together, uh, in, in like a beef kind of factory, they're just going to produce waste and methane. Listen, I know this firsthand. I've seen this stuff close up. I worked on a farm for almost two years and it's, it's ugly guys. It is not okay. There's shit everywhere and the cows are not happy. (laughs) They're in these cramped little yards and shit. And man, Oh yeah. Cages and whatnot, yeah. you know? And then, mm-hmm. so, you know, they're, they, these, these, uh, these, these debaters were, they, they, they made this really good case and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, they're right. You know, like yeah. they're hundred percent right. I got nothing. I don't even want to argue this. Yeah. That's why, so I, fucking, I, that's was, why I don't like debate or lawyers oh, yeah. well, in they general won. because it's literally they just sh- arguing for the sake of but arguing. They, they should. They should have won. And I also hate that format because basically what it was is you have to bring up and read as many points as you can as quickly as possible. Yeah. And then if the other person can't refute it, that's how they score it. Yeah. So like they did this whole thing where they came out and um, they, they just went on and on and on and on and on. And and then I went up and I said, I, I just looked at the judges and I looked at the other team and I was like, you're talking about cow farts. And then I sat down <laughs> and we won. We fucking won. Oh, God. That's how easy it because is. It's, That's how easy it it's is. It's that easy. God. Yeah, you just have to crack God. the joke. I, I, do we, 1992, folks. So, you know. Well, mm, people don't want to give up. Like, this, it, meat is literally addictive. I, yeah, God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, no, I hear it. I and hear it I'm putting, yeah. I'm putting <laughs> meat in my mouth, like, all the time, man. No, like. Hell yeah. But and it's, I, it's, I, it's wonder, deep... I wonder if it's just because a lot of men are really closeted and <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the industry. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I'm just saying maybe Americans love meat so much because there are a lot of closeted men and, well, you know, there's that mental association. Did, you know, and there's a lot of that too, man. Like, yes, like having, <laughs> having to wear like the medallions of manhood in America is such a like, <laughs> do I... Do I have my gun rack? Do I have my truck? Do I have my? Do I got my boat? Fucking do I got Rudy my, Giuliani know, like, playing Macho Man by the Village People, or oh yeah, fucking Trump. everybody? Or Trump. Everybody thinks uh-huh. that Queen is the manliest band of all time. <laughs> yeah, because it's got it's like the the stadium song. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. mean. Absolutely, it's like mm-hmm. "We Will Rock You" is the stadium yeah, song, yeah. and it's just I. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh God! Just turn God. those medallions into pearl necklaces. Anyway, moving. And you know what? I I like this this thing where they're the like. <laughs> They're doing meat based on like vegetables, you know what I mean? Like they're doing the faux meat. Yeah, stuff. no, I've been because, I've been getting that into that a lot lately, and there's well, like, there's some fucking, really impressive I, stuff. And we might actually have to do that in the future if we keep eating meat sure. to the point where yeah. they just go extinct, dude. And the world it's is cicada fucked. season, buddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of protein flying around. Yeah, yeah. What up? <laughs> but like. But here's the thing, like I, I genuinely fucking love a burger, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I like making them and stuff. But if you can fucking lie to me, there's a there's a bar that's like where I used to work. Um, they have a fucking vegan cheesesteak, and it it's close, man. Yeah, no, it's like, real. Like I took a bite of it, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. I've been, it, I mean, it was awesome. It was really good. I think since like my generation has been you know, raised on artificial flavoring and corn syrup since childhood. Um, I think it's easier for someone like me to not pay attention to that cognitive dissonance as much. I mean, if it tastes Mm. good, I don't fucking care what it is. There is, there is an appeal to meat. Like there is an appeal to, uh, to like just having a nice bloody steak or something, but sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, Pittsburgh style, but Mm. yeah, if you can make some sort of like food simulacra that, uh, um, that yeah, is basically just the same thing and it's not, doesn't kill the planet, then fuck it. I will take that. I will take that every day. So my, my buddy, we wouldn't like be in the before times. We would usually meet up at this one like vegan restaurant and, um, they make a fucking vegan filet of fish. I just, oh, yeah. that is so fucking good. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I, I will, I would drive up there just for that, you know? And I mean, anything on their menu was good. They, their pho was good. Like everything they made was like really fucking awesome. I'm going to have to and, take the opposite direction of you guys because food is one of the few things I'm a snob about. Okay. Like I really <laughs> like food and yeah. fine dining and fancy restaurants and shit. So it's the idea of like, I've had like the, mir- the like the miraculous miracle burger or like, you know, whatever the fuck mm. it's called. Like, you know, Hey, it's made of vegetables. And I had it. And I'm like, Die. Yeah. Textures yeah. off. You can't really. I haven't tried it yet. That's you can't cook I mean. it a certain way. You can't cook, cook I'm it just a saying, certain way. So I'm just saying, like, my taste buds are so yeah. fucked up that I can't tell the difference. Nope. So. Yeah, no, I'm unfortunately, I'm I take food very seriously. Yeah. So it's like, oh man, like if they can make it where, look, make me a burger that bleeds, but it's not blood, and I'll be happy. Okay. okay. And yeah, it has a certain texture to it. it has, because food's complicated. It's textures, it's flavors, it smells. It's very hard to fool our taste buds. Is it? Taste buds. Apparently, it's not hard to fool our brains with VR, but when it comes to like smell and food, it's this whole it, almost religious experience. Yeah. Anyway, right. it's it's it, yeah, talking about religious experiences. Uh, it's not religious at all. It's actually horribly, horribly evil and demiurgical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason the meat industry is allowed to do this simply, and the article kind of reminded me of that, is it's just lobbying. Yeah. It's political campaigns. It's epi- it's through false academic research. Mm-hmm. Why are lobbies in this country? Why, just I don't understand why lobbies are allowed. allowed to exist. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I, I we all know the reason why, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, companies because, because if you have more money, you know, you have more rights than other people apparently. So, right. Traveling, do not be biased against our corporate citizens who are <laughs> right, as right. corporations oh, yeah. are also people. I forgot. About okay, that. Mr. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, who the fuck came up with that? Mm. Came up with that fucking slogan. And why? Why did people eat that shit up? Like, why? Why do people like look at that and be like, "Yes, that is a person." Yeah, you know, that's, 
Like, no, it isn't. It's a company. We all, yeah, like, no, corporations, we all know when that corporations, corporations first started. Well, that's the thing. When corporations first started, they were temporary. Yeah. There was a corporation that would be set up to build a fucking bridge. Yeah. And then when that bridge was built, it was left to they the upkeep dissolve, of the yeah. city. Yeah, they would dissolve. This shit of like this ongoing endless Zaibatsu bullshit where <laughs> we're now finally at the point where like seven companies, I think we're down to four companies fucking own everything. Yeah. Well, now we're, I mean, it was bad enough that we were like, when we were kids, they were advertising to us during cartoons and the cartoons themselves became and were advertisements yeah. for the toys or the products or whatever the fuck it went with yeah. that we got conditioned over time to just like, you hear the fucking sounds and then you do the thing, you know, like. I don't know. It was like me responding to the SDF one fucking Bluetooth shit. It was just, no, no, seriously, it was like, not to bring it up again, but it was like, it was a fucking deep hook in my head. It was just like, whoa, that took me back to watching, you know, like Robotech on the mornings or in the afternoons on, on fucking 43 in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you guys, like, do you guys get the sense like right now? I feel like with the pandemic and everything, everything's really just starting to come to a head. Everybody's frustrated with everything. And I think it's just because I think they're just trying to ramp up production speed or like they, we just, they need to feed into this runaway consumerist engine. That is yeah. just, they couldn't take a everything. day off. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what it is. They couldn't, like, they couldn't pump the brakes and take all of those, all that fucking money and like put it back down into us and let us chill for no, like no, a no. year, this is, a couple months. This is just why to get employees shit. don't have rights anymore. This is why employees are treated like objects, essentially. This is why so many people got laid off because just the mere possibility that you might have to uh, take off work for two weeks is apparently horrible, even though mo like people with a decent paying job get to have two-week paid vacations. So fuck that, man. Which is, again, nothing. God, yeah. That is nothing. Yeah, yeah really. Because, yeah. like, there's just other countries you're getting, like, three months. Yeah. A year. That you could just take, like, yeah, this will just solve the question of, like, if you get sick, fucking use these if you want. And you have, have enough a hard of them, time giving people, but you can still go someplace. Yeah, we have a hard time giving people maternity leave. And we're, that's still, like, something that's being, like, debated. And it's like, fuck you. Give everybody maternity leave. Fathers, mothers. It just like, yeah. oh, absolutely. I mean, in my timeline of radicalism, I think one of my biggest ones was I'd, I worked at this hotel for several years and then they switched owners and it's, it's a franchise hotel. It wasn't like a, you know, independent hotel, but it went from one property holder to another property holder and everyone's fucking like seniority got reset to zero. And we all just looked at each other and people just started quitting. Well, that's, that's a there tactic. A, that I mean, is there a was tactic a, that companies, yeah. big and small companies use is that they bully you. And if you well, that's, will it's take not even that how they, shit, well, that's a, then it's even, you're it's a good more employee. sinister than that. It's like a sincere removal of benefits. Yeah. Like that, God, yeah. just because it's the same. And they didn't change the name of the fucking hotel either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they kept everything the way it was, except for, oh, uh, we're going to press this arbitrary, like fucking imaginary button. Yeah. And the there was this one lady. Oh, she was so sweet. She was, she'd been there since they broke fucking ground. Mm -hmm. Like she was a, one of the opening. She was the best trainer. She was so fun. Mm -hmm. She just let us crash at her house. She was just like older lady. She let us just crash at her house because the, there was a bar that was like the we would meet at. We would just get hammered and fucking roll down the street to her house. It was great. And they turned her back to zero. And that's like, I was like, I fuck this. Yeah, I that's quit. stupid. Yeah. That's evil. That's fucking bullshit. It, well, and, and it's and all this like, well, we're, we don't we don't know the culture of this company. And, and it's, we're just going to fuck it up. But it's also literally being like, oh, well, you're not valuable. 
what? You're not valued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You, Even you though you have all these someone. really important skills that we need to have, like training people. I have not been trained you, at a job ever since I started yeah. working. Nobody has ever trained me. <laughs> That's how I feel the one I'm at now because yeah. we kind of like there. Are sh- I've worked there for like two years, and then they're like independent and hotel, then, and yeah. I, there are still things I don't know what to, how to do, and I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, and whatever. Then, <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm assholes to guess anyway. And <sighs> they don't they don't bother training you because they want you to quit because they don't want to give you benefits. Well, that's like, how it always look is. At, like. Look at what you were saying just before, right? About like, they couldn't have our labor and our bodies for like almost a year and they freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they don't make anything. We do. Yeah. So it's like, it's they just had the dynamic. Seduce us into coming back. And it's yeah. just, it's so fucking ridiculous because what is the point of all of this ridiculous amounts of consumerism? Like, why do we I keep think buying it's a sinister shit? plan? It's a sinister plan because they want more uh, fucking parking spots. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a parking yeah, cabal. Yep. They don't care if they kill off a bunch of us. It just means they can move closer to the mall. Yeah, and... parking, yeah it's, the, it's the parking cabal. <laughs> oh, Jesus God. <laughs> and... <laughs> I love the positive tone of this episode. <laughs> I love this. We were like, hey, let's like do more positive stories. And I'm like, buddy. That, well, that's scum. That, come on. You're never. I mean, ever, no, never. Well, it's a never. story. Like I don't. If it makes people feel better, I'm having a blast. (laughs) I know. I can tell. Uh, Uh, Hey, I cover business and like real world news. None of it's good. Literally, go through it, and it's like they're looking kind of rough. And I'm like, I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but well, that's you know what? Fucking, I challenge you next week. Positive story. Just, just to so you can just rinse. Not you. You're fine. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, you're giving us literature, bud. You're giving us music. That's great. Yeah. I mean, so it's not it's like it's happy no, you... stuff anyways, but. No, but no, it I'll, helps. I'll try. It's, it's, it's helpful. You know, I'm just doing this for you, bud. I want you to like. <laughs> Digital puppy gets <laughs> I don't need to hear it. I, I, I get all kinds of positive technology stories. Oh, well. Do you guys remember Battlestar Galactica? Fuck yeah. Sure. The, the, good, the good one, the reboot. Um mm-hmm. Where, uh, so God, I tried watching the this, old one uh, a few years it, back. I look, <laughs> so I I grew up with it, yeah. and the only thing that I really loved about it was the one where I think it was like Starbucks stuck on the fucking planet with a Cylon, and they become buddies. Yeah. It's such a good episode, <laughs> and they did kind not of did well, it again though. in the new series, oh, yeah. but like because he's she's like sticking her hand up in the guts of the ship, yeah. you know, it's yeah. fucking awesome. But anyway. So the point of that is, is, is there was this bit at the beginning where, you know, all the battle stars are like, they're getting attacked by these Cylons and they all get disabled except for the Galactica because the Galactica wasn't networked. It was an old ship. You know, it was, it was kind of like a, a air gapped fucking laptop as far as this defense network was concerned. And they turned it off like a switch. And that idea is always stuck in my head. Like the idea, because I'd never thought of that really before. I always thought like a, having a network thing, having a computer, talk to another computer was cool. Having a computer control something in another room that I wasn't exactly able to look at was cool. Like that, that was really neat to me. It was a neat idea because it hadn't existed. It was like real world video gaming to a certain degree, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was always like really fascinated by that. And then that happens in that show. And I get real like, huh, how could this be used for evil? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so that that was in that I, I took that and eventually put it into like those okay so we're gonna p- 
pimp the old magazine again. Um, Hell yeah. But I wrote the series of stories in there. And like one of the, the triggering like events is this, this guy's walking around and he's got a, like a virtual, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I played science real fucking fast and loose with this story, but like this guy is like riding in his dude's head. Okay. Is is like a, a, a replication of his friend. And what he doesn't realize on the way back to the hideout is that this thing had a subroutine built into it that was going out and pinging every single like network it could touch. No. And then it would install itself in that network and then reach out to another network. Oh, and I like that. Replicate. That's a good idea. So yeah. And then when, when they get into the safe house, he's like, yeah, I think this thing happened. And, and he tells him about it and he goes, Oh shit. And that forms a second character but anyway that gets into some bullshit but it was the idea that uh like this internet of things that's what i was thinking about yeah. this idea that like you know you could have a camera in your house and then check it from your fucking phone like while you're taking a shit or whatever or ride a train and it's super creepy and they're not at all secure really especially like older ones and then this was just a worry of mine though because i knew that there was like you know unsecured like there's a Twitter that's like unsecured, you know, cams and stuff. Yeah. Like it, it would just go through yeah, like baby monitor cams. We mentioned creepy. it a few times on here. Right. Yeah. I always go back to that because it's just creepy yep. shit. Yeah. Entire um, websites dedicated to yeah. looking through oh, yeah. unsecured webcams. Yeah. 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 So th- then this Wired magazine article comes up, and the title of it is "100 Million More IoT Devices Are Exposed, and They Won't Be the Last." Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> Oh boy. I feel vindicated. Um, <laughs> in, in, in this line of thinking, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's just the idea of this is exactly, this gets a little bit more into it. So uh, kind of like this article uh, also, it's in Wired. It's written by um, Lily, mm, Lily Hay Newman. I want to make sure there was their fucking fonts. Um, it, it could, yeah, it's Lily Hay. We're going to go with that. Um, it's basically like over the last few years, they, they, just a shit ton of vulnerabilities in seemingly basic code, yeah. <laughs> like in devices that communicate with the internet. Mm. Like it's like the, all of them, like TCP IP shit uh, <laughs> oh, for fuck. my bunghole. Ha ha ha. Anyway, I, I, I put that in there, guys. He worked it in. Always building up to that. Um, <laughs> but now there's like a there's like nine are exposing an estimated like these new nine uh, vulnerabilities are exposing an estimated hundred million devices worldwide, mm. including an array of internet of things, products and it. <laughs> servers. So my neighbor's doorbell that has a camera is yep. actually looking at me. Dude, if you have an internet connected fridge, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's just going to make ice all day, Bo. Uh, um, so, yeah. Oh man. Just thinking about so the future here, when automated cars become more and more commonplace. That's that's oh, scary. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, that happened in episode. Oh, they've already episode done of, Oh, shit, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, they had an episode. Yeah, you know, like, there was some video of where they this guy was driving in a Jeep on the freeway and a uh, second party was able to just like hit the, hit the brakes on it in the middle of the freeway. Oh, oh man. God, that's pulling up. That, oh, that makes me think of uh, an episode of Ghost in the Shell Arise where there is a group of terrorists that... Uh, just completely uh they hack into the uh uh newport city's um like uh traffic system and they just manage mm. 
they stop every car that's driving and they lock everybody inside their cars. And so it's like this giant hostage situation. Like that's that's a fucking nightmare scenario. I think they didn't they try to do that shit in uh, Minority, mm. Minority Report yeah. as well. well they, probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, and I that's, Robot kind that's of always the uh, the fear of self driving cars is that somebody else will be able to have control over, yeah. Uh, yeah, or potentially will have control. But again, there is no security. Just stay yeah. off the radar, guys. No, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just stay, don't, stay, be alone. Don't make any Serbian stay. hackers angry, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, because I'm an immature adult, as we've established earlier this episode, how many mm. of these devices are, uh, you know, fun? <laughs> oh, um, I would imagine any. Of, no, I, well, that's where it gets kind of weird. So, like, the, the thing is called Name Wreck. <laughs> N-A-M-E. It's awesome. Like, I'm sorry, if you're going to name this motherfucker, that's a good one. Name Wreck. Boom. Um, it's got a colon between name and wreck. Good. Um, so, back. To, I'm always bringing up colons. I don't know. So, the newly discovered, uh, dubbed Name Wreck. This is a direct quote. The newly disclosed flaws are in four ubiquitous TCP IP stacks. Um, the vulnerabilities present in operating systems like the open source project FreeBSD, as well as Nucleus NET from industrial control firm Siemens. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even gonna I'm not this even going. All relate to how these stacks implement the quote domain name system internet phone book. They would all they all would allow an attacker to either crash a device and take it offline or gain control of it remotely. Both of these attacks could potentially wreak havoc in a network, especially in critical infrastructure, healthcare, healthcare. Oh, God. For those who can afford it or manufacturing uh, settings, I, infl- I inserted that, uh, where infiltrating a connected device or IT server can disrupt a whole system or serve as a valuable jumping off point for burrowing deeper into a victim's network. Indicated. Um, <laughs> so uh i really really like that little last bit uh it, it, this is where it gets really good though um <laughs> they're fucked um <laughs> because yeah. for so many re- I, I recommend you you read this article like you know seek it out it's really interesting um some some decent hyperlinks that are really helped me kind of understand this a bit but uh issues show up so often in these ubiquitous network protocols because they've largely been passed down untouched through decades as the technology around them evolves. Oh God. So essentially like, since it ain't broke, it don't get fixed quote for better or worse. (laughs) These devices have code in them that people wrote 20 years ago with the, with the security security mentality of 20 years ago. No, This is from Aang Kui, the CEO of the IoT security firm Red Balloon Security. Okay, so I know I know we all had a bunch of different theories on what Y2K was about. Is Y2K just, we're not going to give a fuck about computer security anymore? Yeah, they're like, well, <laughs> since that didn't happen, all it was was a clock issue. God. Yeah. Well, and, and then, you know, he goes on, or uh, they go on, uh, it, it, quote, and it works. It never failed. But once you connect that to the internet, it's insecure. Huh? Theme of the episode... And <laughs> and that's not that surprising, given that we've really like we've had to really rethink how we do security for general purpose computers over those twenty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and now yeah. the problem it says the problem is notorious at this point. Okay, who is and the bright more- genius who decided to connect these devices to the internet without updating the software first? 
Yeah. Steve Jobs. I don't know who, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's I wouldn't be surprised. Of like, but... Quick and dirty security cams, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's a it, it's... at the end of the day, these are just products that get sold. Yeah, so I mean it's that's like, that's you have to cut costs somewhere. That's the modus operandi <laughs> of uh Western capitalism, right? It's just yeah. crank out as much as you can. Doesn't matter about the fucking quality. People are gonna buy it anyways. It might go to shit in two days, but you know, you can always just buy another one. This wouldn't be as bad if some we all didn't like the the people who make this shit all didn't decide that my microwave needed an internet connection. Right. Or like my TV there, I mean, or my dildo or my cock cage right. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't actually own these things, by the way, but I'm just saying. Right. Wink, it wink wink is uh like <laughs> I don't know why we I know just... about your microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but it, it's like, why does these things exist? Why did who whose bright idea was it where it's like all this shit needs to be connected? Well, time. I mean, like the uh, Bluetooth well, controlled I mean, vibrator get... sounds like a fun idea, but you know. <laughs> no, because yeah. those get hacked too. That's what I, I mean. Saying. They get hacked, but like that is the worst violation of, of consent. <laughs> that's like, very you true. You know, you got this thing up inside you, and then suddenly, you know, some ass. <laughs> asshole from across the street is like hey how you doing and it's I'm like am. oh boy the cock the cock cage one was the the best yeah, it really that's was. why i brought it up yeah that's why i said <laughs> ransoming someone's like, dick oh man devastating oh, man i want to i want to be like that sounds like you, something that would have been written in one of these books that i was talking about earlier like <laughs> fucking murder bot <laughs> hacking into everybody's cock cages and saying yeah you need to give me like murder bot <sighs> 500 billion credits <laughs> I'm into Murderbot. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, just, I dig that. Mm-hmm. This is working for me. So I need to look into Murderbot. Yeah, but Murderbot. Uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, they—it's funny. Like they—they're they're saying that like there's lots of examples of unintentionally recreating these like low-level network bugs from the '90s. <laughs> but a lot of it is from the '90s. Yeah, this is uh, this is from Ken White, the co-director of the Open Crypto Audit Project. He says a lot of it is about lack of economic incentives to really focus on the quality of this code. Of course so, it is. That's what it yeah. always fucking is. Yep. It's like, no hey, shit. is there a, is there no is there money in this? No. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> can we save a couple? Can we save a couple bucks on that? Can we go ahead and just like go ahead and like maybe I don't know remove some welds from our cars? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. All anyway, so it says that. Well, I mean, I like well, this part people, where it's like people are messy and annoying. So why don't why not just you know get a bunch of robots instead? remove them they're just they're just clogging up the system guys those people god fucking why people i think the mentality too is like all this shit is made by people who don't understand like anything involving like the production yeah or what they're doing products that they they have maybe they have the initial you know maybe Maybe they have the yeah the initial idea but like you know well you know like fucking paypal you know it started out as one thing and then when it was sold they had to like basically scrap all the code. <laughs> they're, they're like, eh, that will never that will never not be a fun story because that's just a giant fuck you to Elon Musk. Uh, so anyway, there's it says there's some good news about the new slate of vulnerabilities the researchers found. That oh, sense yeah? itself, it, it hurts my brain. Yeah, the, <laughs> mm. Though the patches may not proliferate completely anytime soon, they are available. That's it. That's the only good news. Okay, so uh, these things others, aren't going Hold on. So they're not just well, no, an I mean, auto-update? Well, yeah, okay, keep going. Oh, uh, no, no, no. There's, there's more. Uh, another stopgap uh, mitigations can reduce the exposure, namely keeping as many uh, devices as possible from connecting directly to the internet and using an internal DNS server to route data. Um, they also note that like that exploitation activity would be fairly predictable, making it easier to detect attempts to take advantage of the flaws. 
when it comes to long-term solutions, there's no quick fix given to all the vendors. I mean, it just there's too many vendors. There's too many people making shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's manufacturers. There's developers who have a hand in these supply chains and products. But like, you know, it's you almost as company- though it's almost as though it would be better for capitalism in general if we uh, just kind of slowed our roll a little bit and decided to make quality products and not use all of our planet's resources. Oh, pshaw. <laughs> what? How- this isn't the 50s. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, how were you raised? <laughs> <laughs> the company, uh, this, this, this uh, Four Scout, is, uh, they, a lot of those quotes are kind of kind of coming from them. Uh, the company also maintains an open source library of database queries that researchers and developers can use to find similar DNS-related vulnerabilities more easily. So, so it's like their options that they're giving is either don't connect to the internet with your device that was probably made to connect to the internet, yeah. or, it, which is the weirder one, I guess if it's a company you can do this, is to get your own like localized server, which yeah. not everyone can do because not everyone's going to need a localized server for your doorbell or your microwave or no, your teledildonic. It's ridiculous. So it's yeah. kind of like you're fucked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need the internet to connect to everything and, and that's this is like uh, this guy goes on he's like it's a widespread problem but it's not just a problem for a specific kind of device and it's not only cheap iot devices there's more and more evidence of how widespread this is and that's why you know they're they keep working to raise awareness so is Alexa that's the actually idea. actually well, actually listening to you I, well i mean i don't know i i know that i've been like dogging on friends who get fucking like yeah. security cameras for years I was like the like the second they're like yeah I'm thinking about getting like a couple of cameras you know like a kid monitor or something like that I'm like well make sure that it is on a secured network. Do you, uh, no, you guys don't? Yeah, did you guys ever shit. see like there was a video there was a news story I saw a couple years ago um, where it's like so it was like some suburban family in Ohio there they had a bunch they had like an Alexa smart TV um, Bluetooth radio that kind of thing all of their devices got hacked. And there was this guy like talking through Alexa, making weird ass, like just like trying to be like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's spooky, I but, vaguely remember this story. Yeah. 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 He was like cursing out the kid and like yeah. you know, doing all this weird shit. And he's like, you know, it, it, it sounded like some asshole. It wasn't a kid who had did the hack. Because oh yeah. We actually heard. Yeah. No, it was an actual voice. Dude. Right. Yeah. It was like a dude just fucking with him, cursing at the kid, like yeah. doing all this fucked up shit. And like, yeah, no, it's, it, that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there I'm are worse things that can happen, it. obviously, but like that's. Oh, yeah. Like, <sighs> some asshole that's in the, uh, where it could be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I mean, that's that's where I'm coming down on Internet. Yeah. Thing. I'm just uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not cool. I, with it. I think it's I don't even like the fact that I can play my PlayStation in the other room on my computer here. <laughs> like there's just, there's a fucking app for that. So like yeah. just fire it up and then be like burp, burp, burp. no don't do that to me like I'm trying to separate my fun from work here, um, but like you know it's it's all creepy I don't I don't know I don't yeah, know like and I I just don't it's, I don't know how to avoid the Internet of Things honestly um, well no you're we're fucked like, like we're, we're yeah. past that I think my big argument against like uh, I, saying like I don't try to have a lot of electronic devices that connect to the internet willy nilly like I am never gonna buy. Uh, uh, virtual assistant because man, mm. for various reasons, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, ridiculous. I, I want them to argue with each other. That's <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. I just watch videos of that on YouTube or whatever, and just be like, oh, well, it kind of reminds Alexa, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> 
fuck you, Siri. You know, like just back and forth. Well, it all comes down to, I remember reading this book. I'll send the PDF to you guys. It was called Siberia. And it was basically the idea of that. It was, it was making the argument that we have the hardware to basically make all of science fiction come true. Hardware isn't difficult. It's mm-hmm. software. It's the code that makes things difficult. We could have yeah. had self-driving cars in the 90s, but we just can't figure out the code yeah. of how to do things. And with this, it, it was actually a very optimistic book. This, on the other hand, is the, almost the same thing, is we could have secure devices. We actually could have a very secure network. But either through negligence or simply or because just, we're humans and we treat code monkeys like cattle. And it's just the pressing forward all the time. of Yeah, like we don't have the code. Yeah, this, we don't have this the, idea yeah. of trying to code an ethical choice, you know, like uh-huh. in, the, in a moment of a, like the car is going to wreck. So you hit one pedestrian or two pedestrians. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. No, you like a person would drive into the car in front of them. You know, exactly. they, 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 the robot's like making a different decision. And it's like, nah, yeah. you don't get to have that. Exactly. Like, like we, there has to be, we have, we are processing shit. We're, we still haven't figured out how the fuck we process information yet. Yeah. But we're able to, like, your brain will pull into focus. It's like that the Buddha is like, where's the mind? And this guy is like, well, it's in my head. And he hits him in the fucking knees. Like, now where is it? You know, like, that's how we're able to, like, fucking, I'm bastardizing that. But, like, it, you know, it's how we're able to focus on a task, especially in a moment of crisis and stuff like that. And it's just, I I don't think we should be giving up that much control. Tactile control of things. Mm. It's like, okay, DJ, my preferred interface is turntables because I'm touching the platter and can physically control the speed. Like and, and then just make my adjustment. I don't have to rely on an algorithm that's not going to give me that analog curve between, uh, you know, one hundred and twenty point one yeah, beats per minute and one hundred and twenty point two beats per minute. There's you definitely I mean? there's an infinity there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to be said about the value of physical objects, um, in some mm-hmm. regard, it, as opposed to like, um, you know, just purely digital things. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, but here's the thing: if we treated coding like an art, if it gave, if it was given the respect that it deserved, our technology probably would be significantly more advanced oh, yeah. than it is. Yeah. But we don't, and that's why well, you know, you know, it won't be either because most of us like aren't aware of it. Well, yeah, you know, I it's mean, not like the average person doesn't like know an fucking anything about code. computers, and the people who yeah. are commissioning this shit Raises don't hand. know anything about <laughs> yeah. computers. Again, obviously, this is. I am speaking to you through a Mac. I know shit and jack. <laughs> all right. I, I, I know hardware. I'm not too good on software, but like it's, it, it, I, I can see elegant code in a game that has no bugs and excellent gameplay. I can see it. I can feel it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I expect like the program to work when I turn it on, when I'm working here, you know, like when we're doing this, you know, that that's, Elegant code for me in that instance is like, well, what are, what are the benefits of it? It was like that one time we thought we lost some uh, audio, yeah, and it turns out like it had saved oh, it, yeah. and then it broke it apart and mm-hmm. sent it back to me. You yeah, know, this Zencaster thing. And it was, is that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> shit. Hell yeah, it's really, and it saved us a lot of grief. It was a very, you know, very problem well solution based. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a problem that will come up. Can you solve this problem? This idea of making something and making it ubiquitous and putting it everywhere. You know, and and just adding Terrible. a functionality where it isn't needed. I don't do. I mean, I cut the grass like right before we got started here. You know what I mean? It was a push mower. I'm sorry, 
<laughs> but it wasn't connected to the fucking internet. You know, it didn't decide to turn around and go chasing the neighbor. <laughs> God, what movie was that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's make that movie. Wait, wait. Um, it already exists. No, I know. I know. It wasn't Lawnmower Man. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> God damn it. What a missed opportunity. Except there was. Oh my God. I forgot. Which one was it? The second one where it has the lawnmower going through his brain? Oh yeah, I think so. It's like, but it was like a shitty push mower version of it, but it was, oh God. I feel like, I feel like that's, that's happened in a few movies where there's like a killer runaway lawnmower. I know that. Oh, there it has. Mm-hmm. I know that there is the definitely happening. a movie where someone like uses a lawnmower as a straight up weapon and just. Carve oh, someone's it was, face it, off. No, of course you did. It was that one uh, Peter Jackson movie where the guy straps it to his chest with duct tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brain yeah. fighting zombie. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck was that? Brain dead. It was literally called. Bad taste. I think it, I thought it was brain dead. It's one of those. I oh, I think it's one of those. He had two titles. There was like an American release title and a fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Highly that, recommend. I think it was. Yeah, no, yeah, that's or dead gather, alive. I gather think up the, yeah, dead alive. Go gather up the whole family and go watch that. And it's a, that's a right. family friendly it's movie. So fun. <laughs> so fun. And follow it up with Meet the Feebles, man. Fucking make a day of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, it's but um yeah, yeah, so that's that's yeah, Internet of Things, really creepy. Don't like it. Um yeah. uh, I gotta I don't know. How do you guys feel it? Right, well all right. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. All right. Let me ruin that. Um, <laughs> so this other article it caught my eye. I'm going to go through it really just for one part of it. Um, it's ostensibly, it's a Guardian uh, article yeah. written by Julia Carey Wong. Uh, it's The title is Revealed, colon, the Facebook loophole that lets world leaders deceive and harass their citizens. Whoa. And, mm, Oh, I know. It sounds like some real fucking intense shit, man. And you know what it is? It isn't. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. I can't believe that this is... uh, No, this article is great. She's great. This is a great article. I fucking love this because, like, it sets up all this stuff and then you just kind of get down to, uh, like, what the page abuse is. It's a page abuse policy. You can only comment, like, or start you know, like a group or something, if you're kind of like a, you're, you've confirmed that you're like a Facebooker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the blue check bullshit. Yeah. Right. So, um, but you can only have one uh, uh, quote unquote profile at a time. Mm. So there's a, there's a way around this and it's by not like doing it, you know, you like you, you have your, your, you have your profile. Okay. You do your profile. Um, and, and this is the way like this fake engagement works. Okay. So there's this, you scroll down the screen, it has this little interactive bit and there's this photograph of it's a, it's, it's in Azerbaijan. Okay. Where this is just absolutely getting tanked. Um, it's fake engagement basically. And so like the company requires user accounts to be authentic and bars user from having more than one. But it has no comparable rules for pages, which can perform many of the same engagements that accounts can, including liking, sharing, and commenting. 100%. Yep. Right. So, like, uh, there's this post on the uh, this Azerbaijani news page. It's about activists being sentenced to eight months in prison for writing things cri- critical things about Azerbaijan politicians. So, more than a thousand people commented on the post, most of them in support of the Azerbaijan government. Hmm. But if we dig further, there's something suspicious happening. The top comment is from someone named, oh uh, boy, <laughs> this is my own ignorance here, Zeynep Babayeva. 
sorry if I fucked that up. So if they click through to her profile, we see that this is not a user account. It's a Facebook page for a coffee shop. <laughs> oh. And it was created less than two weeks before they commented on the post. Oh, no. Yeah, that is a thing you can do because, like, mm. I, I run the Neon Dystopia Facebook mm-hmm. page. And I'm given an option if I want to post as myself, which I often do because I don't care. Mm-hmm. Or I could post as Neon Dystopia. Mm-hmm. This is something you could a hundred percent do, and this is nefarious as fuck. Oh yeah, no, I could I could post as like my DJ name and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I, I can I, I can like my own shit as different things. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. how. Well, that's how this quote unquote coffee shop page exploits you know the fucking loophole, and then a single user can easily make multiple pages like this one posing <laughs> as different people, yeah. and that's all you do. There's a right next to it is one there where it's like beauty, cosmetic, and personal care, and it's a fucking profile pic with no header. You know, no like. Uh, what do you call that? The uh, fucking theme page. How is this so smart but so dumb at the same time? It's so dumb. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Well, it's, and, and here's the funniest thing about this: because they are okay. putting rules on something that it just doesn't fix the problem at all. Doesn't fix the fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, like have, these people the figured out user... that eat like a way to circumvent these rules. It's it's just them trying to cover their own, own ass. I'm sure. It, on one way, it's kind of like pretty punk to do that. On the other hand, it's being done. By the government. Yeah. So yeah. like, he, they, so there's a there's an image of the top 301 comments on the post. And then it says how many of them are from pages set up to look like user accounts. So make a guess out of 301, how many of these things are actually like legit? Um, legit, like actual people? I would say yeah. zero. 50. V- very fucking close to zero. Nine, really? Yeah, 294 of the 301 Ugh. And half of those pages were less than a month old when they posted. Oh, no, <laughs> all all of them are less than a year old. Ugh. So basically, oh, Facebook can shape our perception of public opinion and reality. But what we're seeing on this post and many others is a mirage. This That's, is the you know, same shit that caused a genocide. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the shit they're talking about. Of like, you know, because I don't know how it is in that country, but like over in like yeah, yeah, that, God damn it, I can't pronounce. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, Myanmar. 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 One of them. Is like they had a genocide or I don't know if it was them. It was one of the countries in that region, that region of the world. But they had a genocide, anti-Islamic genocide. Mm-hmm. And it's being classified as a genocide. And Facebook was partially responsible because oh, they only have internet through Facebook. Facebook and so they right. just virally started Im- implementing anti-Muslim, pop, anti-Islam propaganda and it just went viral because that's the only internet. So people just believe it because their brains are squishy and easy to manipulate. Jeez. So this is they just have any, there was no oversight from fucking Facebook. Yeah. yeah like they there just was like one or two happen. people. It's literally one or two people literally. sitting in a fucking room somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? God, don't, don't even get me started on Facebook mods. Oh, that sounds. Oh, but you know, come on, man. Got to move fast. Break stuff. <sighs> God. Fucking oh God. Yeah. So it's fucks. like, it's, they just let this shit happen like facebook still hasn't said anything about the genocide they haven't like acknowledged or taken responsibility that there might be partially if not entirely so responsible facebook for owns facebook owns azerbaijan's internet that is well, no but i mean no no that's no. just that's just their facebook no some comp- but no that was a thing like i think Myanmar or whatever yeah like, you could not like they just oh yeah Myanmar, you know how right. you say like you say like tissue and then you say like kleenex yeah 
It's like interchangeable. Yeah. It's, it's like internet and Facebook, you know, because they, they are providing the internet through the Facebook app. Your phone and not would, yeah, your phone making it available free. like Google doesn't. You know what I mean? Like you don't have an internet browser. You just have Facebook, which that's will take fun. you to these that, other places. That's, that's it's pretty It's the fun. reason why I didn't buy you a Chromebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's here's how many days it took Facebook to address inauthentic behavior after an employee flagged the case. <laughs> oh, uh, wait. Hold on. I got to prepare myself for this. I can't wait. Going on here. I can't uh, wait. So Poland, one day. <laughs> Philippines, Philippines slash U.S. Uh, glad we're paired in there. Seven days. Taiwan, oh. 11 days. Oh. On 20 December 2019, an employee flagged a network of fake accounts acting on a Taiwanese presidential candidate. Just 11 days later, Facebook took action on 31 accounts. That's it. Um, India, 17. Indonesia, 24. Mm. Ukraine, 30. South Korea, 45. Italy, 67. Oh, my God. Jeez. So, so this is and- local... IT, right? Like, this is local people where it's like, hey, this is local mods. Oh, yeah, it gets better. So this is, this is, this, these are days. How many days it took Facebook? Yeah. Now we're getting into the months. El Salvador, 94 days. Holy Afghanistan, shit. 118 days. Ecuador, Aww. 132. Philippines, 141. Facebook didn't act for more than 130 days until suspicious Filipino accounts are they just, began are they just fake doing... engagement on Donald Trump's page. <laughs> Argentina 195, Paraguay 259, Honduras 344, Mexico 360, Azerbaijan 426. Oh my god. This is a political weapon. This is a way yeah. to manipulate elections. This is a way to start, you know, race-based or or, or religious-based hatreds. It's yeah. this is how you manipulate reality. Yeah. And I, like it, it's so easy and stupid and literally anyone can do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I could do it. You could do it. Anybody. Yeah. You just you just got to sit there in one of these like fucking banks where that's all they do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and just like boop, you know. And that's how you um, win elections now, apparently. God. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like the end of this article is pretty good. It's like suppose that the punishment when you have successfully robbed a bank is that your bank robbery tools are confiscated, and there's a public notice in the newspaper that says we caught this person robbing a bank. They shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's essentially what's going on at Facebook. And so what's happened is that multiple national presidents have made the decision that the risk is enough for them to engage in it. In this analogy, the money has already been spent. It ha- can't sure. be taken back. Why not? You're you know a fucking I mean? president. Yeah. If you're taking months. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's fun. Yeah. Why wouldn't rate. Why wouldn't you do this if you're if you're shady as shit? And, and yeah. like, yeah. well, it, I mean, God, I mean, what is opposition research? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If not like this kind of shit. And it sucks oh. because like this are countries like Afghanistan. It's like these are countries that like they need a system that works. Mm. And this isn't it. Yeah. It's like you have shitheads who are like, I'm just this is I'm gonna politics I'm gonna do politics this way, and it's fucked up where it's like, no. Well, yeah, like that whole thing about the free and easy flow of information. It's like I'm real big on that, but like it's gotta be fucking useful information. It has to be real. I'm not talking about like the free and easy flow of propaganda. I'm talking about like, hey, um, how do you keep like pipes from breaking in the winter? You know, like that kind of shit is what I'm talking about. It's like, this is what it is. It's like, you could just manipulate reality and and because we, a majority of us and all three of us are probably guilty of doing this is people just read the fucking headlines. Yeah. Well, there's, I think if you hope, if you hope hard enough, it fucks you up. 
because like if you hope hard enough and long enough that turns into a, I do believe this is going to happen and it's it gets all tied up in the wish and makes it so but it doesn't mm-hmm. and like eventually that shit runs out as we're finding out this, I mean this is why hope is for suckers everybody yeah I mean well, I, I can yeah. see that. What you're saying about it, because it's the Look, idea if, I, if I'm going to eat a sandwich, I hope that sandwich is tasty. So, like, you know, there's some, you could get some wins in here and there. But I'm like, just talking about like I, that. I feel this hope, do you know, I, deep in t- inside my core. And, you know, I, hope yeah. is just born do, out of desperation. I'm not, even I, talk, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about, like, do you guys remember when, like, all the right-wing shitheads in our country were, like... I really, really, really believe that there were Antifa mobs <laughs> just traveling Dude, I, the country. I, I watched I watched the video of a bunch of these Listen, like dudes God. storming the castle, as it were, and a guy <laughs> turn doesn't even turn, he points to this guy in front of me. He's like, This guy's fucking Antifa. Look at the way he's wearing his hat. And I was just like, Yeah, not gonna engage and you dipshits. Like that's that's good. That's good yeah, for you. It's it's anybody for... anybody who knows anything about Antifa knows that they would not be able to afford going around the country in bands. Exactly. Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. kidding? Who's funding? Oh, Soros is funding it. No, he isn't. Motherfucker. Ugh. I felt this way for so long and I haven't gotten a single check, and I'm a little mad about that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You but know, yeah, it's the same thing. Break it's... off a piece. QAnon and this are the exact same thing. It's it's just manipulating reality for your, I mean, yeah, for your yeah. own means. And welcome to the future, woo! Yeah, no, it's just yeah. it's just another way to lie. It's another way to you know, like you can buy fucking likes. You yeah. know what I mean, yep. like you can buy retweets. Like that's whatever. Mm-hmm. There's there's all sorts of algorithms and shit and uh, apps and stuff oh, that that's you can, a like, lo- plug your fucking Twitter into to make sure it hits, like, all the... Oh, that's a longer argument, though, because, like, the way Facebook and Twitter works, the more likes you get, the more visible it is, and that's how you right. drum up marketing and... Burr, 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 right. burr. I don't so feel like complaining about that. fucking popularity contest. That's that's all capitalism yeah. is, really. Yeah. When you break yeah. it down. Because, you, you know what? Because... At this point, I'd rather pay for the fucking likes than pay them to advertise for $20 for me because nobody <laughs> sees that shit. Did you guys see that screen cap? I know. Did you see that screen cap I did of like, you know, one of the, I was like, hey, for a little bit of money, you could have this advertisement for Neon Dystopian. It was literally just mm-hmm. like, it took all the tags from previous articles and just made a long, long info dump of like nonsense okay. with Neon Dystopia <laughs> link underneath it. And I'm like, yeah, I should give you money, right? Fuck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think you either emailed it to us or with this email generated content. How could how with this AI generated content? How could I not? Uh, well, you know, uh, give me some nothing of this is fucking real, like, and yeah, everything is everything is permitted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's that's, we, that's the right. moral of this episode, everybody. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if you take nothing away from this. Just, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. God. We we still don't have a title. With that. Untitled Hits. Yeah, check us out on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, uh, low life, at LowLifeThe. Um, and Neon Dystopia on Twitter is also just uh, at Neon Dystopia. Um, we got a Patreon and, up and now. If you guys want to yeah. kick yeah, us a couple we, bucks we per month, it's yeah. Patreon dot slash Neon Dystopia. You could please, if you are so inclined, you can pay us a dollar a month, and we can continue just making your day that much brighter. <laughs> with all these joyous, positive stories about you know 
with a name like Neon Dystopia, <laughs> how could we be listen, anything else? Listen, and also- guys, <laughs> we know you don't come here for happy, happy stuff. We, we, yeah. you come here to listen to three uh, nearing middle age, middle aged or nearing middle aged white dudes complain about how we hey, don't hey, understand hey, the world anymore. Hey, well, hey. I hate saying scum is brown. That just doesn't track good. And it can be taken <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I literally forgot that you were Puerto Rican for a second. Shit. Wow. Wow. I'm wow. sorry I, about I, that. I, How do I reach into the internet and take back the laptop I bought you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I feel so bad about holy that. Holy shit. Well, I got a story for you well, for after the episode. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel okay, so if it, it makes you feel better, scum. I mean, no, it's not going to make you feel better. Never mind. I'm not going to no, say. Not it. <laughs> Stop the feed. Isn't isn't Shadow Lake a dirty ginger? Yeah. Like I got I got nothing. I got nothing. Again, no. well, but yeah, I mean, continue to give us a dollar a month, and you could keep hearing about this. And also, the biggest the biggest thing is you help us pay our writers, and that's something I'm very passionate about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check that out. Uh, you guys have anything to add? Anything? Anything else to plug? Or is that? No. Yeah, yeah, just I, yeah. I, Neon Dystopia Facebook. That's pretty much it. Social media. Blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Except I'm not on social media, so I can't do any plugs. So, yeah, he he plugs it, and then we deal with y'all. So yeah. basically. <laughs> I'm the hype man. Scum, you'll be basically interacting with Scum if you go to the Neon Dystopia Twitter, and you'll be interacting with my fucking terrible just Twitter, man. I'm on, I do the low life one. So like, yeah, just hit us up. We are happy to just high five you or send you a goofy gif or something um, that's Mm -hmm. just curated by AI, I guess. I don't know. It's all connected. We are not AI. We are not AI. <sighs> Just, well, I mean, the Internet of Things.